With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Oh yes, welcome back to The Sandful Show. Andrew Hayes, Jason Regan in with you. Love this time of the year. Sandful uh, finals are upon us. The weather gets a little bit warmer. It's just a good time to be alive and good riddance to winter. Absolutely. Uh, we need the warmer weather, but... Uh, Tell you what, our next guest, it was pretty warm in the commentary box for SEN last week. Bonds was uh, front and centre and he will be again this week for SEN. And I'm sure he enjoyed the action. Uh, Paul Bonds, so how are you, mate? Good, Regs. Hazy, how are you going? Going very well, thanks, mate. Uh, let's go through the couple of games that we saw on the weekend, of course, the elimination final and also the qualifying final. We'll start with the elimination final. The Tigers got the job done against Sturt. Did that result surprise you a little bit, given the main momentum the Double Blues took in? Yeah, a little bit. I thought uh, the Double Blues were a good chance, especially knocking off North the week before. They played some really good footy, but fair to say they were just off the boil a little bit, and that might have been because of Glenelg's defensive pressure. Down back, uh, they were fantastic. Martini, Proud, Toby Pink all played really solid games. Uh, the skipper stood up, Max Proud. So um, maybe they didn't get the freedom that they did the week before against North Adelaide. I get the impression with the Bays that it's almost been a treading of water uh, in the second half of the season. They, I know they've been a little bit off the boil through, through most of the year. This time last year, we were talking about them as unbackable premiership favourites, but... Now that we've got to September again and they're in the mix, uh, I think we might see the best of the Bays. Um, they've got some unfinished business this time of year, don't they? They certainly do. Uh, they would have been disappointed with such having such a uh, fantastic year last year and then falling over in the finals to the Eagles. It would very disappointing for them. But, uh, look, they, they, were, they were probably almost near their back to their best last week. The big change for them was probably throwing Liam McBean into the ruck and he did a fantastic job that I guess the, the game before against Norwood, he went into the ruck in the second quarter and, and pretty much helped them back into the game. And he was, he was good all day again, McBean, but uh, they just looked a little bit more up for the fight on, on the weekend. And uh, yeah, did well and got the points. The skipper of SNSA's commentary team for Sample is Paul Bonzer. He joins us this afternoon. Bonzer, um, what about Luke Partington? We're sweating on the fitness of him. How much of a difference does he make for Glenelg in this foreign series, do you think? Well, he, he probably hasn't had the year that he would want either, but uh, he's certainly a class act. So anytime you add a player of Luke Part Partington's quality into the lineup, it's going to help the Tigers. So hopefully for the Tiger fans, uh, he can have, you know, he can have the number 10 running around in the middle for them. Now, um, obviously, the double blues are licking their wounds, wrapping up the season for them. But 
It's hard to make uh, head nor tail of what their season has been. They've sort of been locked in that battle for fifth. Didn't quite uh, get it done finals time when it mattered. They uh, saluted against the uh, top side, North Adelaide, to secure their final spot. But what do you make of uh, the year that Marty Matner's boys have had? Have they gone a step forward or have they just sort of uh, fared to middling? Oh, look, probably probably a bit unlucky coming down the stretch. They played some good footy. Um, Tom Lewis only played a couple of games, missed most of the season. Um, Patrick Wilson missed the second half of the season with that shoulder injury or most of the end of the season. So they didn't have a lot of luck. They lost Joel Tealy as well late in, late in the season. So they had some big injuries to their midfield, which didn't help them. But uh, I should mention Tom Lewis's game on the weekend. 24 disposals, uh, 14 tackles, 13 clearances and a goal. Um, he was pretty good for the double blues. Absolutely. I'm bullish about the future for the Double Blues Bonds. Uh, you mentioned those blokes, Tommy Lewis and uh, Paddy Wilson. They'll be back and they'll be better next year. Yep. Um, for whatever reason as well, Casey Voss, it doesn't seem like he's on an AFL radar, which is just ridiculous, but good for the Double Blues and good for the sample. So it doesn't seem like they're going to lose too many cattle. It's a great football club um, that's going to recruit really well. You know, People want to uh, go to that sort of area. So... Uh, I reckon 2023 looks really good. We'll move on to the next game, the Crows and the Red Legs. I've got to be honest with you, mate. I tipped the Red Legs. The Crows were unbelievable. Uh, yes, they were. I was the same. I thought the Red Legs would uh, get over the top of the Crows, but they they played their best game I've seen them play this year. They were outstanding. What about Matty Wright turning the clock back five goals up forward? Um, he was he was fantastic, and uh, probably the highlight of the day was. A couple of long bombs from Luke Pedler. He kicked one from 65 metres to the riverbank stand end and then followed it up with one from probably about 70 to the, school, to the uh, cathedral end. He was he was very exciting. He didn't have many touches, but, but three outstanding goals from Luke Pedler. But they, they it all started in the middle with Karen Strawn. He just dominated the ruck contest and, and yeah, very good, the Crows. They were surprisingly so. Uh, we were a lot of the, all of the talk was uh, there'd be a few AFL listed players that wouldn't be available, and then the top ups would come into the equation, and the red legs would run over the top of them. But as it turned out, um, they were as committed as we've seen a group, and uh, obviously enjoy playing with each other. Uh, you, you mentioned the highlights from Pedler, his long bombs, probably the other highlight of the game for the Crows on, on top of. Uh, Matty Wright's five goals up forward was the Billy Frampton bird. That was one of the better things I've seen in uh, footy for a while. He was having some good banter with the Nord fans over the fence and uh, giving back as good as he got, I think. So, uh, no, he, and he played, he played some good footy as well. And it was probably Brett Turner's best game for the Crows. Uh, he, he, was, he was pretty good in the middle as well. He had 26 disposals and eight clearances and 16 tackles. So he had a great game, Brett Turner. Clearly his best game uh, for the Crows since crossing over from the Bays mid-season. Yeah, look, I hope that Brett Turner does well and lights it up this final series and gets himself another little deal because I'm a big fan of his work and hopefully um, he's got a future at the AFL level. In terms of the Red Legs bonds, um, I mean, what can you say? They'd be disappointed, but a few players in particular. I mean, Rokar got through, he was sore, and Matty Nunn will be better for the run. Well, we were hearing all week that Rokar definitely wouldn't play. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, he's going to play. So, oh, hang on, no, he isn't. Oh, yes, he is. And he ended up playing. 
So, uh, and yes, 32 disposals for Nick Roker. He's been their best player all year. I'll be surprised if he doesn't win their best and fairest. He'll be high up in the McGarry too, I think. But uh, yeah, look, they 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 would just just run over the top of by this Adelaide lineup that just had a day out and they couldn't do much about it. They couldn't stop them. And and they will be under a little bit of pressure out in straight sets last year, and they got to take on the Bays on Sunday that had just uh, sort of got their mojo back. Well, the Bays are playing with house money pretty much from this point on, but. I mentioned off the top, it feels like there's some unfinished business down there at the Bay. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I've got no idea who's going to win this game of footy because if they both play at their best, they can both win the flag. Don't worry about winning this game. So it's all going to turn, uh, it's all going to, I guess, come down to who wins the ball out of the middle more consistently. Because uh, if you've got uh, McBean uh, now going into the ruck, it's going to take a little bit away from the Bay's forward line, but if they get control of the footy, it's very hard to get it back off them. And you feel like it's a very open race, Bond? Uh, yeah, I do. Especially that. Yeah, I, I still think Norwood. Uh, sorry, North Adelaide are still flag favourites, but uh, Norwood and Glenelg. I, I think if Norwood bring their tackling pressure, which is basically their their one would, if they can bring that tackling pressure against Glenelg, uh, that should. Uh, be enough to, to get them over the line but um, look it's going to be a, a fantastic contest I can't I can't pick a winner at this stage I want to see the teams but uh, look it, it's going to be a close one the the first semi-final second semi-final if Adelaide bring what they did this week uh, look out North Adelaide because they'll be uh, they'll be under pressure but North on the open spaces of Adelaide Oval their speed I, again I, I think they're going favourites yeah, that midfield brigade that they've got at their disposal, North, should probably be too powerful for what the Crows will be able to put out there. But that said, uh, they've got to kick goals. And, and if there's been a weakness at times for North Adelaide, particularly against the Crows a couple of times this year, it has been their inability to score. So And to, to put that midfield, I guess, domination on the scoreboard. So we will see, but I think they'll get their lion's share of the footy. Yeah, they certainly will. Um, yeah, we'll start in the middle with Young and Wig and uh, obviously Campbell, Coombe, the big three. And then, you, you know, they, they, their outside speed, Frankie Zeckley's one I can't wait to watch on on Sunday with uh, the open spaces of Adelaide Oval streaking down that wing. I think he'll play a big part in their result as well. And and they do have some power up forward, young Tyson Brazzle, only a few games into his sample career, but he's exciting. Uh, Dyson Hilda playing up forward. Akina Ramsey has had some days where he's kicked sort of bags of goals, fives and sixes this year. So uh, they've got some scoring potential, the Roosters, and, and their back line's solid as a rock with Alex Spina down there controlling things. So, look, I, yeah, well, I think I think they start the favourites against the Crows. But if, as I said, if the Crows play the same brand of footy they played this weekend... It's going to be a great contest. Oh, Bonds, love your work in all things sport, but in particular your coverage on SNSA of the SAMF. We're doing a sensational job, mate. We'll catch up with you again really soon and enjoy the finals. Have a good call. Thanks, boys. Paul Bonza joining us this afternoon, one of the great commentators. Um, He's a ripper. for finals as well. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I tip Sturt and I tip the Crow and I tip Nord as well. So I'm none from two in this final series, which is great. It means it's very open. Uh, well, that's what we expected, uh, and who wouldn't? Uh, of, of course, unless Hazy's on 
Channel 7, uh, then you can listen to the commentary, but uh, you can just watch the TV and maybe just uh, the SCN app. You mix it up. Listen to Bonds. Yeah, yeah, mix it up a little bit. Why definitely, not? Definitely flick it on Bonds. He's the absolute guru. He's the best. All uh, right, stick around. This is The Sample Show. And of course, we are doing it for Host Plus. Uh, super fun for all South Australians. Stick around. More next. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.